Welcome to the 195th episode of the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast, the weekly quiz cast where two professional quiz masters talk about how to write and host great pub trivia, as well as quizzing each other and our guests on our favorite questions of the week. I'm one half of your hosting team, mm. Quizmaster Lee, and as usual, I'm joined by fellow master of the quiz, Mark Davis. How wild can we get today? We got two guests. Two, 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 two guests coming yeah. your way. <laughs> I like oh, the yeah. hand thing you did when you said two. two Looked like you were going to do the suck it thing. Well, you know, I've been uh, studying <laughs> up on good hosting and getting your body involved and, you know, when you're saying stuff and, like, bringing that body <sighs> language into your voice. Mm. I really haven't been uh, studying on that. Oh, okay. Something I made up. It just makes sense in my I mind. I think maybe you Anyways, have, but now you're resending. Don't check my YouTube history. <laughs> Seth and Joe joining us once again. Welcome back to the pod, gentlemen. Hello. Hello. <laughs> yes, frequent guest Seth. Joe, you were last on episode 119. Ooh. I wow. remember. I remember. I think it was called uh, Venereal Steel because you asked a question about from Game of Thrones Valerian Steel. Oh, yeah. Kind of yep. joke about that. Good episode. Yeah. And uh, also recently a on guest it. on Lyrics to Go, Mark and Seth's other podcast. Yes. Yeah. Make it Thank rounds. you again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what song did you do again? Chop Suey. Uh, yeah, Chop, Chop Suey. Chop Suey. Yeah. A, I love that episode. Very deep episode. Yeah, kind of heavy. Yeah. I thought it would be uh, more of a you laugh. Guys, it was, I think one of the first times you guys kind of like wavered on whether or not they're bad, right? Well, You're giving yeah. us some credit. I think we've had a couple where... Um, the lyrics hasn't necessarily been great, but we did it mostly for the purpose of, did you know this song was about this other thing? But that one, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I, I think Joe asked near the end of the episode, are these lyrics bad? And I was yeah. like, kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think we all learned something that day. We all walked out with a little bit of a higher lyric IQ. I like that, and I like your other episodes as well, where you just tear straight into it. You guys are doing just amazing on that. Thank so you. Congrats yeah, to seems both to be you. a yeah, great plethora show. of songs for that out there. <laughs> and mm. Joe, you are just like straight up killing it on the t-shirt printing and other merchandise printing game here in Southwest yeah. Florida with Graveyard Shift <laughs> Printing. Thank you. Yeah, Joe, you are killing yourself on that. <laughs> Quite literally every day in that shed out behind. Yeah. Yeah, working away. I guess it feels that way sometimes. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, Joe, get pretty busy sometimes. I've been wondering lately, if you had to estimate, how many t-shirts do you own? Do I own? Yeah. Personal. Um, like, like shirts that you wear, because I, I feel like you probably make yourself a copy of some of these shirts. I used to. I grew out of that a long time ago because okay. my many. closet was just like Dude. overflowing. He goes through. He goes through t-shirts like toothpicks. Yeah. <laughs> I see him just like you know they're like to- toilet paper. He uses them once and just yep. throws them away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Very eco conscious. So not too many anymore. And I used to have a lot more, but I grew out of them. I used to wear kind of tighter t-shirts, and I'm kind of. You're turning into a dad. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I totally got dad bods. Get, get the loose shirt. You don't have a rough count number-wise? Uh, What's in your personal collection? 20. Oh, wow. Okay. That's that's less than me. I, would say. I probably, I probably have around light. 20. I probably wear five of them, but I have, <laughs> I have around 20. I do this weird thing where I put them in like those vacuum bags, and then like I open them up like 10 years later, and I'm like, oh, cool. Oh, New well, vintage shirt. I do <laughs> have like a drawer a, okay. of like, uh, like old band shirts yeah. that, of bands that I was in, yeah. I was in or... Yeah. Like, just cool ones that don't fit anymore, but I don't want to get rid of yet. Right. So, I would probably up that to 40. Okay. All right. So, in the total collection. Yeah. Mike Costin brought some some stuff over and brought over uh, a Pop Pop t-shirt, a 29 Steps t-shirt, a Table 9 t-shirt. It was like, 
these t-shirts from these bands that he and I had been in together. Yeah. That he's just letting go of. Kyle got an old Anchorite 4 shirt. I was so <laughs> jealous. Yeah. It she is was the saying. classic demo tape logo, yeah. demo CD logo. With the We're Not Emo <laughs> on the back. Yep. I was like, he's just giving this to me. This thing is worth money. <laughs> there was one up on eBay. There was yeah, an Anchorite 4 that. shirt up on eBay a couple very, months ago. Very wild. Yeah. How much did it go for? I don't know. We just someone saw it and someone happened to send it to me, and I was like, "There's no way this is happening." And so I posted it, and then within like a couple of days, it was gone. I was like, "Holy shit!" Someone bought this. <laughs> I the only person that must have been more surprised than me was the person who put it up there. It was just like, I don't know. I guess I'll throw it up there. <laughs> and then they get an order from there. Like, are you fucking? Serious? Do you know what you're doing? <laughs> it was a good time. Awesome. For all that's, the listeners cool, out though. there that can't actually see us, I'm actually wearing the same shirt I've worn on every single No Nonsense. I think so. Yeah, that is your standard shirt, uniform. Pretty much. All right. Well, I may mean, only own like four. Your We're fishing shirt. All three of us are kind of color coordinated here with this like pink, oh, maroon yeah, kind of color. Yeah. Earth tones on and the then bottom. Joe. Joe yep. stands out. He's the t-shirt guy. Yep. You know? Well, he, he is white. here. He didn't know he was going to be on the pod today. Yep. We did throw him on there. He's going to be our guest susser. Yes. He's those big brains. Yep. Gusser. But you might have a question or two. Yeah, right? I'm going to try to rack my brain um, as we're going through this, and right I'll on. see if I can add add one. Cool. Well, before we get to our quiz, though, how about we go over our weekly wrap-up? Let's do it. Wednesday, we were at Point Ebel Brewing Company in Fort Myers, Florida, for quiz number 403. We started things off with a three-way tie <gasps> in between uh, a, a three-way tie between Fellowship of the No H. Uh, Saisonal Depression, that's a Saison reference to the beer. I love that team name. As well as Butt, Sweat, and Tears. Those three teams. <laughs> nice. uh, the victory going to the latter, Butt, Sweat, and Tears, based on bonus round performance. Congratulations to them on that. I believe the breakdown was eight for them, six to uh, Fellowship of the No H, and two to Saisonal Depression. Round two saw Wicked Bad Bitches and Hombres take the lead with our third round and overall victory going to Three bulls and an emu. You love to see a team full of teachers coming out on spring break at trivia and just dominating the quiz. And that's exactly what happened yep. here. It was a team full of teachers ending the quiz with 118 points. Fellowship of the No H in second with 98 points. And Bye Bye Callie in third with 95 points. Then on Thursday, it was quiz number 404. At Ollie's for quiz 404, we did Oops, All No No Podcast Questions. All the questions sourced from the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast. I'm very surprised the two of you didn't come out and pick up your easy victory I, here I on practice. Thursday. Yeah. Mm hmm. Likely excuse. No, it's okay. It was kind of interesting, though, because there were several new teams that came in, so oh. they didn't know what the heck was going on <laughs> like, with that, basically. But uh, I think they had a good time. Some of them even showing up here on our leaderboard. Uh, we kicked things off with Just the Tips being our first round winners. And round two going to newcomers Headbangers. Round three going to Dead Nuts, another new team. Mm. Ultimately, though, it was Just the Tips who prevailed, ending the quiz with 85 points. Death Stars are the best stars in second place overall with 69 points. Nice. nice. And Headbangers in third with 50 points. Mark, how did your teams do at Nice Guys Pizza this week? They did well. Uh, we had a different winner for each round. You love to see the it. first round and in first places with 21 points. That's the only time that clever name would actually matter. Second round went to Left of Sanity. Mm, and spring yes, break. Coming out spring Teacher break. team. I actually had a chance to play with them on uh, Tuesday Ooh. at Beef O'Brady's, a.k.a. Beefs. Beefs. And, uh, Beef and their, their logo or their motto is, meet me at Beefs. 
which is a disgusting <laughs> motto uh, in every right in every way that something can be gross. I think. Um, and uh, played a three-round trivia with a guy who specifically does trivia at um, at Beef O'Brady's in Port Charlotte, Fort Myers, and Cape Coral, and I think maybe Naples. He's a beefsman. I want to have wow. him on the podcast. He writes his own questions. Three rounds. Ah. This was an 80s and 90s uh, round. Music first round. Movie quotes. Clips from mu- movie quotes to the second round. And then the third round was just general pub trivia. We wiped the floor with the competition. These people didn't know what hit them. Wow. It yeah. was it was a lot of fun. Uh, the bonus uh, bonus quote for the second round was from Friday, which I had written down before he even said anything because it was the clip in the beginning where... Um, what was the question? John Witherspoon is going... Mm-hmm. How come every time I'm in the kitchen, you're in the you're kitchen. kitchen? Yeah, he's and just reading in, ice I could, As soon as I heard the lip smacking, I was like... <laughs> It's Friday. Sean Witherspoon. Yeah, it's yep. beautiful. Um, so it was a lot of fun playing with them. Uh, and then in the third and final round, Bobby's team pretty nice, winning with 70 points. However, Whiskey Tango Jeez. winning it all with 72 points. Winning by two points. This is the week they will be coming down. And I am throwing an extra $25 in the pot for the final prize. So it'll be a $50 bar tap for the winning team. They score high on the Zoom trivia, so Mark is putting out that little extra incentive for you to come out and try and beat them in person. And it's usually just Adam and and Lisa, I apologize. It's usually just Adam and Lisa. They're coming with her mom, I think, and maybe someone else, so they'll even have an extra person or two. It's usually just a two-person team. Wow. So it's going to be the whole whiskey family there that night. Absolutely. Listen, I have to work that night. But I am going to haul ass and get there just to meet Lisa. Yeah, you got to get down there just to say Definitely. I mean, I got to... The probably at this point all-time winningest nice guys... I'm, I, I think I would imagine that she is uh, a nice guy's trivia winner. I gotta go. I gotta go meet her. I've already started so. writing my questions. We're gonna try and go out and grab some food beforehand and hang out for a little bit. So I've already started writing my questions, and I got some yummy ones. I got some good ones. I got some juicy ones. Yeah. Let's see what those brains do in person. Indeed. If you want to join us this week, you have a few opportunities to do so. Wednesday, we're live at Pointy Bell Brewing Company in Fort Myers, Florida, for a no-nonsense trivia challenge based on your category requests. Please join us for your opportunity to win some free beer and suggest categories for next week's quiz. That's at Pointy Bell in Fort Myers on Wednesdays at 7.30. On Thursday, we're at Ollie's as usual. For another quiz based on your category request, you can win an Ollie's gift card there. That's in Cape Coral on Thursdays at 7.30. And of course, as usual every week, but only this week, you can take on Whiskey Tango at Mark's Nice Guys Pizza Trivia on Wednesday. Damn. That starts at 8 p.m. Do you think there's going to be anybody on Zoom? Are they the only Zoomers, or do you get still get some... I think anybody that Zooms other than them is probably local and probably will be playing. Okay, so yeah. Zoom might not even be necessary. But if you are anywhere in the world, 8 p.m. Eastern, Zoom trivia you with can Mark on Wednesday. And don't forget to follow No Nonsense Trivia on social media, including Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. And join us on our Discord server to stay updated on all of our podcasts, streams, and events. Join us. Won't you? Let's take a little break and then we'll come right back with our first round of questions.
trying to make. Oh, holy cow! This guy is that <laughs> oh the my one? God. Holy oh my god! Oh my god! Damn! <laughs> you got a red one just like your wife. What luck, right? We can match now. Damn! Yep, it was me, Mark. It was I me. bought it on oh. eBay. Yeah. I was gonna wear this out to a show, but since you mentioned it here on the pod, I was like, now's the perfect time to reveal. Man, this. yeah. Holy cow, the one and only. Mm-hmm. Who was it that sold it? Do you know? Uh, it's written down somewhere, but um, I mean, it's like in my eBay seller. I guess I could look real quick. It says no, you can't buy this again. The Ingray <laughs> Four shirt, no. Um, this stupid app. It's Joe. He's making fucking Ankrate Four shirts. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> I think they lived on the other coast. I'm not sure who it is. Sorry. It's okay. All right. Mark, how about you throw a trivia question at us? All right. Here's a question for you. What fashion retailer, founded in 1984, puts John 316 on the outside of the bottom of their bags? Hmm. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Story. That was my answer. No, he wouldn't put John. He would put Austin three sixteen. <laughs> if only said, I just whipped your ass. Is he a fashion retailer? <laughs> what? I love saying Cold Stone Steve Austin. What? <laughs> That's good. Cold Stone Steve Austin. You know that ice cream. As a retailer or Stone Cold Creamery. John three sixteen retailer. You said retailer? Yes. Mm. From what? What city did you say? Did you say a city? I just said founded in 1984. Oh, okay. Okay. 84, an 80s retailer. I wonder if those bags came in neon colors. Hmm. You got an idea? Came with a pair of jellies. Uh, No. (laughs) You're Um, just going with the 80s thing. Yeah, I'm just going with the whole 80s theme. I mean, what was... What handbags are popular? Louis Vuitton. That's the first thing that I I can think of. Christian Dior. Christian Dior. Did you... can you repeat the question one more time? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. What fashion retailer, founded in 1984, puts John 316 on the outside of the bottom of their bags? Now, I wonder if this is bags like handbags or if it means bags like the bags that they... That, they, you, that it comes like the in? paper bags oh, that you, yeah. you take, take away. Fashion retailer. Mm-hmm. 84. Yeah, that's mm. a good point. Mm-hmm. But uh, You would guess if it was retailer, if it was just retailer, you'd guess Hobby Lobby. <laughs> but yeah. fashion, uh, yeah, but fashion. Hmm. I think they, they, you got some T-shirts. Yeah, they sell, you can buy there. And they some sell black T-shirts. Paint. Yep, and yeah. some paint. Uh, make your own shirts. Bedazzled. That's fashion, things. right? Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. Not enough. I think sense. we're looking for brand name like or Payless or, or something like that. Payless shoe store. Shoe store. Yeah, I think they're out of business, but yeah, fashion retailer mm-hmm. that was big in the eighties. That's or that was founded in eighties. So I'm assuming they got big enough to. Retailer. Question. You're mm-hmm. right. You make a good point. That brings it down to like the seller, mm-hmm. I think. The retail. Um, Unless it's 19... like Louis Vuitton bags have John 316 on the bottom. And we I just don't never, think they do. <laughs> never knew that. Yeah. Um, Louis Vuitton shoes, so the red bottoms, but hold then. Hold on, hold on. In Wait red paint. Mm-hmm. You know, on Louis Vuitton, it does. There are like a bunch of, uh, of uh, Roman numerals. On mm. They're like the Dr. Bronner's of uh, yeah. clothing. <laughs> I, I, my mind went to Bronner's, but not fashion. That's soap. Huh. The all one. Retailer. So what what retailer was one, one for all? Opened in 1984. I don't know. Not Topic. Duh. No, I don't, I don't think it would be Hot Topic. No, uh, that would be no. a bold move for what them. What about The yeah. Gap? 
did the gap open up around then? That's mm. I mean I but is, feel like that's what I kind of I remember. feel like there is no righteousness in the gap at all. No, yeah, fill I, the gap I, in your heart with Jesus, <laughs> yeah. with exactly. the Lord. Yeah, um, man, who I don't know. Banana Republic, <laughs> they've been around for a long year. <laughs> Abercrombie and Fitch. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe there's so many that failed too. You know, yeah. um, Abercrombie and Fitch, Aeropostal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. American now we're Eagle? talking American yeah. Eagle. American, American Eagle. Hmm. Hmm. That pairs God well guns, with mm-hmm. God John guns, glory, guts, and jeans. That's John three sixteen, isn't it? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, that's that's the <laughs> that, verse itself. That's exactly what it God, is. God guns, glory, guts, and jeans, and chewing tobacco. I mean, <laughs> what do you think? Um, I definitely think it, it is in that category. Of I the like last American Eagle. I mean, I don't uh, know. Really, America? I mean, well, it's, it doesn't seem like it's been around that long. No, I, I feel like seems... they could have opened in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Abercrombie yeah. and Fitch and uh, those mm-hmm. type of brands always struck me as a little little Christian. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they are at all, but Banana, that always Banana Republic. Yeah, I, I mean I that would just be <laughs> that, that would be a slap in the face to true Banana Republics. I say I, I say we go with American Eagle. I yeah, mean, just as, yeah, um, I'm, yeah. I, I like that. Why not American Eagle? I'm sorry, that's incorrect. <laughs> that gets us from judging. In a 2012 <laughs> CNN interview, Do Wo Chang, the founder and a devout Christian of this brand, said of the Bible verse, "I hoped others would learn of God's love, so that's why I put it there." And uh, <clears throat> the correct <laughs> answer. Is forever twenty one. Whoa! Uh, Have they been around that 21. long? Yes. Damn, that's wild. I I always thought of them as like a. Like Let's see here. Nineteen eighty four. It's twenty twenty two now. So that's twenty one. Twenty one years, right? Or forever twenty one. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. <laughs> math doesn't matter. <laughs> the math <laughs> is good, Lee. Yes. <laughs> the math is nineteen eighty four. Then no, it's not twenty one. No, 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 no. They're we, forever twenty one, Mark. Oh, you know? I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the math is not right over my head. <laughs> All right, I have a uh, Brat Pack movies with you for you guys. You guys know the Brat Pack. What nineteen eighty five film directed by Joel Schumacher features more members of Hollywood's Brat Pack than any other, with only Anthony Michael Hall and Molly Ringwald missing from the cast? All right, so we know it's not the Breakfast Club and Sixteen Candles because they both have Molly Ringwald, and I think Sixteen Candles was before. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, they were 84. Breakfast Club was definitely 84. Yeah. What? So it's not those. Jewel Show. Joel Schumacher. Jewel Schumacher. Jewel. Um. Who's was um. Was Weird thing? Science a Brad Pack movie? Yeah, but that had Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think it's there's one I can't remember that had a lot of them that was more kind of like adult. Like maybe Saint Elmo's Fire. Saint Elmo's Fire. Or Saint Elmo's Fire was 1985, and that had that had Ali Sheedy. Rob yeah, it had Lowe. a bunch of it had, I think I think Judd Nelson was in it. Um, I don't remember him. I but. think that might be it. I think that's it. I think. Hmm. But let's think now. Let's, okay. let's let's not jump to because there's this like say anything. But I think say anything was like 87. That, I don't think that was that. Brat Packy wasn't. No, it had John Cusack in it. Yeah. Cusack. But does he? Uh, does he count? Sack. I don't know. I don't think he counts. I, I think uh, we're we're A wandering Cusack. away from Saint Elmo's Fire, and like I, that's like the best feeling. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you I just like, said it. Let's not jump it. Yeah. Let's not jump right yet. <laughs> let's think. 
Maybe that's all right. Why are we getting so far away from St. Elmo's Fire? I, that's exactly. I just feel so good about that answer. Do we think St. Elmo's Fire was done by Joel Schumacher? I have no idea. I don't know. I have no idea about that either. I'm not a. But it did have a ton, and I don't think it definitely didn't have Molly Ringwald in it. Definitely didn't have Anthony Michael Hall in it. Let's do it. You want to do it? St. Elmo. <laughs> that's yeah. correct. Yeah. Just 20 years ago, 1985, using Fervor 21 math. Yes, of course. St. Elmo's <laughs> Fire is uh, is correct. The uh, Brat Pack, including Emilio Estevez, yep. Anthony Michael Hall, Rob Lowe, Andrew McCarthy, Demi Moore, Judd Nelson, Molly Ringwald, and Ali Sheedy. Hmm. Uh, kicking things off with The Outsiders in 1983. Mm. And oh. the last one being Hail Caesar. Not the Coen Brothers movie, but 1994's Hail Caesar. Never even wow. heard of that. Yeah, I don't know that one. They should do another one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah bring, bring it back. together. Bring, Fuck it. Bring it back, that old Brat Pack. Another rap. Brat Pack movie, call it Knocking the Dust Off. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Seth. Mark. Give us a question, won't you? Black Manuka, Reliance, and Venus are all different types of what fruit? This is inspired by a Mark question. Oh, I love these questions. I thought this was going to be like about satellites or rockets or something like that. <laughs> Black Manuka. What are the other ones? Venus. Re- Reliance and Venus are all different types of what fruit? Sounds like an old, um, an old uh, wrestling tag team. Black Manuka, <laughs> Black Manuka ties into Reliance. Yeah. Our fly Venus on the top for turnbuckle. Venus is the valet. Oh, that's right. right? I'm sorry, yes. yeah. He carries a racket. Yeah, <laughs> just like what's his name? James Corndog. Yeah. Um. <laughs> um could it be pears? Uh, I'm trying to think of something that is like Reliance pear Purple How do you spell Reliance? Eggplant Yeah or like a plum Mm, How do you spell Reliance? Oh I'm sorry R-E-L-I I I was just thinking of Venus jumping off a turnbuckle Uh, (laughs) R-E-L-I-A-N-C-E Reliance Sounds like a town name Mm -hmm. I'm from Reliance, Oklahoma Yeah it's right next to True, uh, truth and Consequences. Truth, truth and Consequences, <laughs> Texas. Intercourse, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I have a shark glass from there. Is that where the Undertaker's from? Is he from Truth or Consequences, New Mexico? That sounds right. Is it New Mexico? I thought it was Texas. Or I just else. assume I it's wrong, Parts though. Unknown. Or he is from, from Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. From Parts Unknown. <laughs> the Undertaker. Boom. Great um, theme. Oh, One of the best the entrances. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's my... Uh, my killer Paul Bearer impression. Mm-hmm. I don't like that guy simply because R.I.P. Paul Bearer is say from WTOG in the 1980s from Creature Feature. Oh, that name okay. was taken. I it was see. taken, and he used it. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, take it up with superstar Billy Graham, too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. there was a preacher before, yeah. yeah. Patrick Norris for father figure. He used to say, I could be your Creature Feature. <laughs> He's always fucking cracked me up. Um, the aubergine, aubergine, aubergine. Eggplant. That is the eggplant. Vagine. Is that a fruit? Black manuka. Um, yeah, I think it's technically maybe. No, is it a, a maybe pet ball? Is it a berry? That's not. And if it's <sighs> reliance, I mean, I don't know. You know, eggplants don't taste the best, but they got a lot of protein and stuff. So mm-hmm. maybe it's a reliable. Manuka. But I always thought that was vegetable. I didn't think it was a yeah. fruit. Yeah. Fruit. 
Venus. Orange. This joke went unheard earlier, but is a flytrap a fruit? I don't think so. I don't think so either. Venus flytrap. I see where you're going with that, but I don't think it's a fruit. <laughs> thirst trap. <laughs> the Venus thirst trap. I guess when I say joke, I should have used that word loosely. <laughs> loosely. Listeners, you can determine whether or not that was they a joke. They can't all be zingers. <laughs> Please call in. Please call in and tell us if you thought that was a joke or not. Thanks for circling back around, though. Yeah, no problem. All right. Uh, so what do we got here? Black Manuka, Reliance, and Venus. What mm. type of fruit? There are a ton of apples. I feel like I used this logic last time with a fruit question, though, and it did not, it did not turn out. Yeah. Um, Black Manuka apple. What do I feel like pears? Reliance. Because uh, Venus being associated with woman, shapely, like a oh. pear. Oh, you know? that's interesting. Yeah. I like that. What about peach? A black Manuka peach. The Reliance peach. But I mean, how many different Venus peach. Ver- versions of peaches do we know? Millions of peaches. Name me a kind of peach right now. Georgia <laughs> peach. The Georgia peach. The Georgia. I don't know if it, if, if that's I just love how you're waving symbol, your hands like yeah. that. <laughs> There's been a lot of hand activity from Lee today and me too. I mean, I guess we need to start having a video tier. So I kind of wish. Yeah, I kind of wish I could record this standing up. Maybe next time. I like to move around. You know. Um, yes. Well, peaches. You know, you think uh, the bum, mm-hmm. or maybe the front part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The front butt. The V. Ve- the front butt. The front. The sacred V. AKA the V butt. The mossy cleft. I could eat a peach all day. The black manuka peach. I don't know. I'm blanking. Um, everything you're saying peach. sounds right. Could be anything. Yeah. I don't know what. I'm throwing my hat in the ring for peach for some reason. Well, I'm saying pear, Joe. I'm gonna say wanna- plum. Peach Plum Pear. That's oh my gosh! Yeah, by uh, Joanne Newsom. Yes. that's that's a great song. <laughs> it's a great song. Um, what should we Sandberg's uh, wife? There has to <laughs> be know, consensus plum, on this. Plum might be a good. I think we should go with Plum. Yeah, I like the purple because connection it's dark with the black manuka and black manuka, mm-hmm. and it is juicy. It is yep. kind of like a fruit, but. <laughs> and uh, yeah, let's go with. We're gonna go with Plum. We find the Plum to be an attractive answer. Is that your final answer? Yes. I've been sitting here looking across at that podcast fuel that you have over there, and it looks oh, sweet it and is. juicy, mm. like a front butt. Mm-hmm. But you guys are wrong. Wrong. Uh, it's it's a, a grape. Oh, a grape. Somebody you know, said purple earlier. There was a part yeah. of me that thought grape. Yeah. But I was like, well, thank, thanks I don't, for I don't think it can be that. Those are is. specifically seedless grapes. Oh, hmm. the oh. Venus seedless grape. Yes, those are different kinds of seedless grapes. There's that no butt to your grape, though. No. I don't know. If, I don't know about that one, man. You know what? I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> well, I'm, we were thinking about those sexy plums and peaches well, I mean, and pears. Guys, mind goes. <laughs> and that's okay. Fruits. Here's your next question. Mm-hmm. Gwendolyn Brooks was the first African American to win what award? Hmm. I think I know the answer to this, and I think I might have to recuse myself. Because I think I might have heard you ask this question. I think you might have asked it a while ago. I think I only did it, well, unless it's in my repository and I didn't know it. Is that in the repository? 
<clears throat> I'll look. I think... If you want to recuse yourself for the time being, I'll look to see if I yeah. asked it before. Yeah, please do. And for the mean, in the meantime, go ahead, guys. Gwendolyn Brooks? Related to Garth Brooks, not really. Win what award? Yes. Hmm. Did you say first black person or first black woman? Person. Gwendolyn Brooks. Could be an Academy Award, but there's a lot of uh, I know sub awards basically. Oh yeah, It'd be like Best Director. I'm gonna say I never, I didn't, don't recognize the name. Mm-hmm. So, um, could be Best Director, could be uh, Pulitzer Prize. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. It could that. be, yeah, it could be any number of awards really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Seth, like, I mean, so Seth is not sussing? So far, I've not been able to find that I've asked this question before, Seth. All right. Um, Because you might know it. I think I'm, yeah, I think, I think we're going like uh, Academy Award. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it was for something along the lines of like, uh, of like costume or, or I, I'm not sure. I'm not mm-hmm. positive of this. So please, miscorrection. Nobody miscorrection me. I think it's like costume or special effects or editing or something. It's not like acting. Mm-hmm. It's one of the, you know, like, I don't want to say subcategories, <laughs> but one of the other categories that doesn't necessarily like Behind the scenes kind of stuff? Yeah, exactly. Like production type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm not 100%. But I'm pretty sure that's what you don't it think is. it could be director. <laughs> I don't think so, but I mean, but just saying Academy and an Academy Award is enough. I don't think we have to get you know if she was the first black person to win an Academy win it, Award. But at I all, think that's what it is. No matter the category, then that would be. So you, you think we should just say an Academy Award? I think, but I mean, we can still. <clears throat> I mean, there's still other things that it might be. I don't want to. I don't want to take away from you and Joe's sus. You know, yeah, I don't. I don't recognize I, the name, so I don't know where to go. There's so many prizes. It could be the Pritzker yeah. Prize. The uh, could be a uh, Hugo Award. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's. I have no even direction on which, which way to go. Yeah, but I think I think it's Academy Award. It is uh, Academy Award season. We're recording this on the day that the Academy Awards will be airing. Um, so we yeah. no comments on the. Well, I guess we could give our comments of what. Do, should we take a guess of what we think is going to win? Like uh, Best Picture Power of the Dog. I would love that. I am so out of the loop. I haven't seen any yet, and I want to. Um, I really enjoyed The Power of the Dog, um, <laughs> so I'd be totally satisfied with that. I'm going to guess... Dog. What I'm actually going to guess that Peter Dinklage was in a remake of a movie. Sereno de Bergerac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cyrano. I'm going to say that. I don't know if that's off, nominated. Off the top of my... Is that uh, nominated? My dome. I don't think so. It's not nominated. Oh. It has no chance. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shit. Shit. I'm sorry. But that's a uh, recommendation there. I actually yeah. have not seen Power of the Dog yet. I really want to watch it, but I also really want to watch Drive My Car, which I heard is very good. I'm going to give a non-important <clears throat> spoiler to Power of the Dog here, just so people don't have to go through what I went through. Watching that movie, there is a dog... Uh, don't watch that dog intently thinking that it's going to hulk out or have any kind of real power. It's a metaphor uh, that is uh, brought to light later through dialogue. I thought this movie was about the son of Sam. I was like, there's the dog. Here he comes. What's he doing? He's just kind of going around the background. (laughs) Um, I I think I just looked at the nominees. I think it'll probably, because I've seen three of these. um, I think it'll be Belfast. Oh, I haven't seen that. I think that'll win. Okay. 
Right. You're just Irish. No, it's not a matter. Of, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a matter of my love for that town. I mean, it's I've just been your there bias. Times. It's not my bias. I've I've seen three of these. I mean, and uh, of them, I just think that the Academy is probably going to look at a Kenneth Branagh film, which is that that's what that is. You know, before any other, I think that there's just like I, I think there's a bias there. I think there's a sway in the Academy. I think, and it's black and white. It's an artsy film. I think Belfast is going to win it. That's my All prediction. Right. Hmm. There's our picks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's go with an Academy Award. Yes. Sorry, that's incorrect. Well, Damn it. Hattie McDaniel is obviously the first oh, African American oh, right, right, from Gone with, Gone the, with the Wind. Yep. Gwendolyn Brooks is a famous poet. She won the Pulitzer Prize, oh. the first African American to win the Pulitzer Prize. Hmm. Okay, poetry. Oh, sorry, guys. It's okay. It's all good. Sorry. You may have been thinking of Edith Head. I asked a question once about Edith Head. That's it. Who is yeah. the most winningest uh, person with Academy Awards, and she was in the uh, costume. Costume. Department. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. That's the one you were. Asking. And of course, there is a They Might Be Giants song called Edith Head. Edith Head. Yeah. All right, snack foods, the category. What brand of frozen snack product was first introduced at baseball stadiums and is named for an iconic superhero owned by DC? One more time. What brand of frozen snack product was first introduced at baseball stadiums and is named for an iconic superhero owned by DC? Frozen... Snack. What brand of frozen snack product? Product. Brand of. What's a frozen snack product? Well, I mean, a brand of is um, like good humor. Right, 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 right. Good humor, but of course the DC character. I mean, but I'm just giving you a brand of frozen snack products. Do we? Are we putting? My question is: What I'm trying to get at here is: Are we considering popsicles frozen snacks? Are they a brand? Yeah, my my well, mind went more towards like more substantial food snacks. That's, that's exactly why I'm asking. But uh, popsicle is a snack. What what realm we're dealing in here? What is a frozen snack? Uh, I would say a popsicle is a frozen oh. snack. Yeah. Okay. It's a treat. Dibs. More of a treat. It's a treat. Mm-hmm. Well, would you say a snack can be a treat? This isn't a question about treats. It's about He's snacks. asking you. Well, that's why I'm asking. I mean... Is a popsicle a, a snack? Popsicle snack. No. no. Yeah. He uh, says I guess no. I'm, I'm, it's no. No, it's, we're going to go no. We Very went, interesting. Yes. We went to the authorities yeah, on that. Yeah. Sometimes you have to bring it, in the big guns. It is a treat. It's not a snack. Okay. Okay. There okay. There we go. <clears throat> so, um, so what snacks are frozen? Ah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I met, automatically go to like some kind of corn dog or a hot dog of yeah. some sort, a wonder dog. Well, that's State the other question. Fair. Are we talking about frozen and it stays frozen? Or are we talking about frozen, frozen and, and then they it's heated it. up? Yeah. Are we talking like Tostino pizza rolls? Those are frozen. Totino's, and the DC character Totino. Of course. Yes, named yeah, after the uh, DC villain Totino. Yes. <laughs> uh, that's, I, I can't guess think we can, I guess we can, uh, indigestion. we can flip this. And think we've got some DC characters right here. Black Canary. <laughs> no. Wonder oh, Woman. Martian Manhunter. The Martian Manhunter snack company. Um, Batman. Green Superman. Lantern. Green Arrow. Flash. Green Arrow Pizza. Remember them? Flash Frozen. Flash. Fr- Flash. 
Hmm. Aquaman. Yeah, Aquaman Hot Pockets. Those Aquaman are, those Lily are Dillies. Um, I don't know. Hmm. Wonder Woman brand pretzels. <coughs> I I don't know. I have no idea what DC character could be named after after a Aren't brand of snacks. Kind well, of I think something the snacks man. Maybe named after. Or they named? Did or you say named after, or did you say named cheers for? Name? Named, named for. for? Hmm. Um. Is there some kind of? What about? Hey. What? What about Mister Freeze? Is he a DC character? Yeah. yeah. Let's let's go. That's best as I can think. Of. Yeah. Yeah, Mister Freeze. I mean, come on. Yeah, Mister Freeze. We're gonna say Mister Freeze. No. Ah. The answer I'm looking for is Super Pretzel. Super Pretzel. I said Wonder Woman Pretzel. You are very close, yeah. but it was Super Pretzel. <laughs> Super Pretzel is a brand that can be found in the grocery stores at baseball stadiums. It was uh, spun on a ring, on a rack ring. You might recognize that. And the inventor of Super Pretzel was such a big Superman fan that he had to name it after his favorite superhero. I don't like hmm. that question. No? Mm. Okay. Speak on it. Well, you're talking to a man that's made fr- fresh pretzels for 20 years. Mm-hmm. I know. So the I idea, wanna, of, no, I, the idea of I a frozen pretzel is anathema to this gentleman. I had I had a comment uh, from a disgruntled player over uh, some of my questions Davis. this week, and I think that this is one that not a lot of people got right, so I'm interested to hear what you don't like about it. Um, I don't. I, I think that... It le- I think the DC thing leads you down an incorrect path, or led us down an incorrect path. I think because you're trying to think of like a a tit for tat. Even if you didn't word it in such a way, I think it automatically kind of leads people down thinking of like a. It shares the name directly with a DC character. So instead of named for a character, a superhero owned by DC, maybe a name inspired by. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. Perfect. That okay. is, I think, perfect. Fair enough. Frozen is also kind of tricky because yeah, it doesn't stay frozen. If we didn't have this group of <laughs> super sussers right here. Well, so my idea with the Frozen is to get it in the grocery store Frozen section in, in the right. players' heads, you know? Like, yeah. it is a frozen food product. Yeah. Yeah. That's a serious boomerang, though. That's a curveball. Okay. It was. Because I was that like, that's why off. I was like, popsicles, I guess, is the only thing I can think that is frozen and is mm. a frozen it stays frozen it stays frozen until mm-hmm. consumed yeah. yeah oven ready mm. <laughs> oven ready oven ready i don't know oven ready. brand of uh, uh, like frozen food product there's a way that you could work it yeah for sure seth the loveland frog is a humanoid cryptid from what u.s state it's gotta be down south right one one more time Please. <laughs> that just sounded funny. It's got to be down south. It's got to be in the That's a hit. Uh, Headed down south. The Loveland Frog is a humanoid cryptid from what U.S. state? <laughs> Loveland just, Frog. It's got to be in the like a Loveland. swampy it's gotta area. It's got to be a southern Now, thing. Joe, you, you guys do a graveyard shift printing. Mm-hmm. You do a series of serial killer tees. Yes. That are. You know, various serial killers represented on the states that they're from, yeah. or that they are they from there, or is it just where they were most active? It is where they were most active. I see. Okay, um, multiple 
serial killers had killed in multiple states, but I kind of picked the one that maybe they were caught in mm-hmm. or they had the most high-profile murders in. It's tough because they moved around a yeah, lot. Where, what, where does Ted Bundy land I, on those T-shirts? I put them on Florida because okay, that was the go. first one yeah. I did. That's yeah. where he was um, convicted. Now, let me ask Ever you a question. Florida. If you're like, mm, Wyoming's a little light, and uh, Ted Bundy did kill one person in Wyoming... <laughs> I'm just gonna push him over to Wyoming because there's only like. Three I've thought about that because now I'm into. I think we've done six states, and uh, I think if they're active, it, it would be it would make sense to have them on the shirt if there was any. Yeah, know? there's yeah. usually you know except for Wisconsin is the only one I've run into. I had to do Wisconsin because of the big boys That's from where there. All the big ones are from. Um, yeah. But they didn't have a whole lot of others. Um, right. But I haven't run into that in any other states. There's a, a whole bunch of them in every state. I wonder if there's any in Hawaii. I don't know. You'd be the guy to ask on that one. Yeah, I would have to. I'd have to. And you could get these online? Yes. And um, we have an Etsy store at Graveyard Shift Shirts. Just search that, and there you go. I was just thinking cryptids also lends itself naturally to location-based T-shirts. Could be another another line. There's a couple uh, cryptids I thought about doing. Uh, Maybe one day I will. Yeah. You're kind of our cryptid guy. Yeah. This was inspired what do you know by about you, the Loveland frog. This question. I believe the the Loveland frog is yeah, a humanoid cryptid that is basically like a guy with like a frog head from Loveland, Ohio. I think hmm. Ohio is Not actually the answer. South. No, I don't think it's down south. I'm I'm almost certain it's Ohio. All right. Uh well, I, mean, I, I will, would I will definitely go with you. that. Uh we'll say Ohio. The man knows his cryptids. All right. right. In, in, Ohio, in Ohio folklore, the Loveland Frog, also known as the Loveland Frogman or the Loveland Lizard, <laughs> is a legendary humanoid frog described as standing roughly four and uh, four feet tall. Allegedly spotted in Loveland, Ohio, in 1972, the frog legend gained renewed attention when a Loveland police officer reported to a colleague that he had seen an animal consistent with the descriptions of the frog uh, frogman many years ago. A purported sighting in 2016, a second officer called a news station to report that he had shot and killed the same creature in some weeks before, after the 1972 incident, and identified it as a large iguana that was missing its the tail. The lovely fr- Loveland huh. frog yeah. is dead. I take umbrage, big time here, I take umbrage, that they call it a frog in two different aspects, and then they call it a lizard. Well, okay, <laughs> a different. frog is not yep. a fucking lizard. <laughs> different genius. And then to say it's an yep. iguana, hold the phone. Mm-hmm. A large what iguana do missing it its tail. Well, yeah, yeah if but it I was mean, running, standing up. You know, a lizard and an iguana look different than a freaking frog. Get your shit together. Well, I, take you umbrage, got- I take umbrage with all of the sightings being from police officers. What are those mm. cops licking in Ohio? I mean, Jesus. <laughs> it ain't postage stamps. <laughs> and it ain't pussy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's. I'm let's, so sorry. Let's ta- let's take ourselves a little break. We'll cu- we'll come back with uh, some miscorrections and our second round of trivia. Back and it's time for some missed corrections. Missed corrections. Missed. We had some missed corrections and no notes here on our Discord server. Be sure to join us 
there. Uh, you can get in on the conversation. Besides just uh, talking about the podcast, there is a place where you can look up trivia team names that other teams have used at our local trivia. And also, uh, do a little, if you need a que- question rated quickly, there's even a channel on there where you can do our trivia workshop and uh, other users and sometimes us will hop in there and help you work through Talk some. Talk about team names. Mm-hmm. Work, share your hurdle and wordle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it, worldle. It's chill, it's chill, it's chill. It's just a bunch of bros, a bunch of, you know, dudes, dudettes, dudines, mm-hmm. etc. Just chilling. Yeah. Lisa wrote, thanks for rating my question. Grave robbing of items was illegal, but body snatching wasn't as the corpse had no legal standing. Thus, the mort safe was temporary as to deter body snatching. A decomposed body was of no use to medicinal schools. Edinburgh was a built-in hint as it was known for medical schools, Mm. and body snatching was frequent to supply the schools. I'd accept grave robbing and share the noted distinction. Grave diggers. And I think that's... This was a whiskey tango question, right? Yes. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. The I really mort like safe. This what yeah. is the mort safe? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you would have to do grave robbing because you know body snatching is a form of grave robbing. I feel like you'd have to give it to that. If it was reversed, I don't know that it would work. You know, creepier. Yeah, yeah. All body snatching grave is grave robbing, but not all grave robbing is body snatching. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then ACDW chiming in. Interesting extra info on the question is that mort safes were partially responsible for the shortage in corpses for use in dissection in Edinburgh at the time, which led to the notorious Burke and Hare murders. What? Burke and Hare murdered 16 people in order to sell their corpses for money to anatomists. Not sure how well-known Burke and Hare are outside of the UK, but they come up fa- fairly frequently in quizzes here. Now, so is this Burke and Hare, one word? or No, Burke, Burke and, Hare. and Hare. Yes, two oh, wow. individuals, B-U-R-K-E like a and H-A-R-E. No, they were murdering people and selling their corpses to the uh, me- medical schools. So yeah. this is stuff that I did not, uh, I was not aware of. I do feel like I have to give this uh, question a little bit of a higher rating, you know, maybe a capital B now in retrospect, hmm. knowing that this is a well-known trivia just outside of my purview. A retro B. Here. And then um, we heard from Fade to One, Kevin Hunt wrote, I probably don't need to say this, but sea urchins are not fish. That was my mistake during my sus, <laughs> uh, or after my sus. I didn't have to reveal that idiot thought, but I, I chose to anyway. And then we were trying to figure out... Uh, Russ's uh, name during the gorillas question, and I looked up the lyrics, and it said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick around with Russ and be a mentor." And I thought, "What does that mean? Like he is Russ. Russ is the rapping uh, member of the gorillas in the lore, but it's actually Del the Funky Homo Sapien is the rapper that's doing Russ's part on that song. Nice. And in the lore, apparently Del is possessing Russ's body." So that's why he says, I'm a stick around oh, with Russ and be a mentor. Got it. So just wanted to clarify that <laughs> lyric because I, I kind of was like, what does this even mean? And with uh, the two lyrics to go uh, masters here, I needed to uh, just clear that up, make sure Thank I was you. getting mm. my lyrics right. <laughs> I didn't sleep a wink over the last week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you could, please give us a rating on your favorite podcast service, folks. Please. And if you'd like to write us with a miscorrection, a rate my question, or even just a little no note, you can write to us at nonsensetrivia at gmail.com. Or call us at one Joe, have yes. you rated us? Uh, I think I did way back when. He did. I can check. I remember. No, you don't need to check. I remember. No, you shut up. <laughs> you did. Are you don't telling him or asking him? 
Joe is actually going to join us. We got, we got us a in nice positive round. review. Yeah, <clears throat> of course. Yeah, I hope so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe's going to join. Joe joins going to join us in this join, round. Join. Joe is going to join <laughs> us in this round, asking some questions. But first, Lee. Yeah. Now I have a, another uh, question here that I actually got booed on when I read the answer. Oh, no. Booed. Yes. Now, should I, I'm, I'm going to read it to you. You have Seth and I here. Are you sure you want to do this to yourself? Yes. <laughs> yes. <because laughs> we may gonna... this, is, this is the nuts and bolts. You know, this is why we're here. I could not let this go by without reading some of these controversial questions. I'm kind of because, excited about this. You know, yeah. We've I asked am. how many questions. I try to make them all oh. as good as possible, but occasionally you hit some duds, and uh, I think that they're share-worthy, basically. Lee, we can discuss it. Let's do it. Lee, I love you. I appreciate you, and this is one of the things I love about you, that you're not just going to try and stuff this in the back of the closet. No, you can let me have it on this one. We get to see the scabs. Italian food is the category. In Italian cuisine, what word is used to identify a meat stew that is typically served as a sauce over pasta? Oh, yeah. I already see some problems with this bad boy. Now, that's just as I read it on Wednesday. I'll Can I hear one, more one? Yes, please. Yeah, repeat the question, please. In Italian cuisine, what word is used to identify a meat stew that is typically served as a sauce over pasta? A meat stew, stew. that is served as a sauce over pasta. Carne salsa. I don't know. I figured if I just said it in an Italian accent, it might be right. Is that a thing? No, I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> Um, are you Italian at all? I am. Mm. Well, I identify as Italian. I think I identify <laughs> as an Italian more than I actually am an Italian. So, is there any of that cuisine that's been stewing around in you, Joe? There's a word that is escaping me. It's like I'm, all I can think of is like marinara or something like that. It's like a type of some, like a type of. I think it's marinara. No, it's not marinara, but it's something like oh. that where it's. How about bolognese? Yeah, that's yeah. Because that because that is essentially a meat sauce. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a meat sauce. In bolognese, bolog is that what we're going to go with? You think that is kind of what my mind was going to. We're going to say bolognese. <laughs> Not sure that's how it's pronounced, but you're kind of you're kind of right. And this is where the trick is because okay. the full name of what we call bolognese traditionally is ragu al bolognese. And ragu is the answer that I was looking for. And that would be, I think, a pretty clear-cut answer if I said, what is the word that's used to identify any meat-based stew? Because bolognese is a type of ragu. Many people wrote down bolognese, um, but ragu is the term traditionally. Now, the brand name ragu at the store is something totally different. Uh They just took that word and made it their brand name. Mm -hmm. That is usually a tomato-based sauce. There is a Nepalese type of ragu that is tomato-based, but traditionally, a ragu is a meat-based sauce that has maybe some tomatoes added to it, but it's not tomato-based. So, the controversy is, I'm sorry, I'm accepting ragu. Most of the teams that did not answer ragu had written down bolognese, hence the booing. I wonder if changing that A to Annie... Like, you know, any meat-based stew would have fixed some of the uh, consternation. But I think most people just thought, oh, it's bolognese because that is the most common type of meat-based stew ragu that people have. Hmm. Mm. 
I thought it was an interesting question because ragu is the name of a popular uh, spaghetti sauce, you know, grocery store spaghetti sauce brand here in the United States. But I don't know that our uh, players found it as juicy. I I don't take umbrage with that question. No, no, I don't. Okay, I don't. I think even that, you know, in its original form, if I just said, "What is the ter- word used to identify a meat-based stew?" Uh, yes, because I think that's that's broad. Okay, that's that's that gives you that, that's a broad scope. I don't. I, I, and and sometimes you know people say that they wanted it and want it narrowed down. Sometimes that is that that afflicts the question more than it helps. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't really take a, a that much of a problem with with that question. I mean, especially if somebody is in the audience that freaking speaks Italian. They've got a leg up. They've, they've, you know, they've done that work in order to come to that, you know, uh, come to that, uh, that conclusion. So, no, I, th- I think it's okay. I think now, it's all right. If you made uh, thank you. a based stew oh, thank you. for pasta with Japanese meat, would you have a Wagyu ragu? <laughs> Only if it was made by the character on the Flintstones, then it would be a great kazoo, wagyu ragu. Oh yes, yeah. good ones, guys. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I think wagyu ragu is pretty decent, actually. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, to be honest with you, I don't feel like I still know enough about it to to say. Um, but. Well, like I said, a bolognese is the traditional name for that is ragu al bolognese, which I'm assuming means meat sauce of bolognese. Mm-hmm. Now there is ragu al, al napoli, which is more tomato based. Mm. So ragu be is is the does bolognese not intrinsically have meat in it? No, it does. It's no, always it a ragu. It's always uh, I think either lamb or beef. Yeah, I've read somewhere that bolognese is specifically a sauce with meat in it. Mm-hmm. That it technically is. The real question is: the American version might get tomatoey, but not traditionally made. It, I'm saying an Italian cuisine. Is Napoli Italian for nipple? I kind of want it to be, but I'm not sure. I think it's uh, uh, it's Italian for Naples. Yeah, oh, it's okay. referring to of Naples. I, I hope so much. <laughs> but does Naples mean nipples? I, I yeah. mean, who can say? Who can yeah. say? Hit, Joe, hit. you as identify a, as Italian? As a guy who uh, used to live in Naples, yes, Florida. people it does. called it nipples <laughs> very right, often. Okay. That was one of the many jokes Napoli about Portman? Oh, yes. <laughs> is that something? Sounds yes. like a team sleep song. <laughs> Whose turn is it? Is it my turn? Yes. Here is your next question. Come on, man. What does a spermologer collect Oh boy! I mean, hiyo. Uh, what does a spermologer? That's S P E R M O L O G E R. Bitches. <laughs> Eggs. Um. Right. I, I mean, I, that's the easy answer. Is obviously semen. Mm-hmm. Spermology, eggs, mm-hmm. uh, or he collects the actual semen. That's that's the easy answer. But maybe we could look a little deeper into this. Okay. And uh, I mean, what there's other than just you know the sperm, the 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 fluid, or I mean the the cells that are used to create human life, or you know life. Uh, what else is known as sperm? We also have sperm whales, mm-hmm. which 
the material that they were collect the reason that they were harvesting sperm whales was for this material, this oil that was in their head called spermaceti, mm-hmm. which didn't necessarily have sperm cells in it. It was just Ooh, the oil that they were... Some spermaceti uh, al dente with some ragu yeah. on it. And some oh, bolognese. Are you kidding me? <laughs> just shoot that bolognese all over it. If you don't want to get pregnant, baby, oh, <laughs> just don't hang out with semen chasing sperm whales. <laughs> That's exactly right, Seth. Uh, I I think it might be the head fluid in a sperm whale. I mean, that's... Okay. What did they use that for? They used it for a... It was used for a multitude of different things. Obviously, heating and oils. It was also used for in in construction, in making things. Like like, a glue or some kind of... uh, You know, other things. It was actually like in hard products. Like, Hmm. you know, like I remember it... Yeah, for a resin. Mm -hmm. Rosin. Um, it's funny that resin and rosin are different things. It was used, yeah, for for a multitude of different things. But there's also what what is what's what's it called again? The person or the person? Spermologer. 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 All right. Ology means to study, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of the root of sp- spur. Sperm. I don't know. I'll show you. It's my nuts. <laughs> um, these. Uh. I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's there's other things. There was this thing called scrimshaw that was created a long time ago by carving designs with little scratches into whale bones. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be Ooh. that they can collect scrimshaw. Got seen a couple um, of those pop up on Antiques Roadshow. Absolutely, I'll tell you what. that's where I'm. Yep, got some killer scrimshaw on there. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I saw one pop up on uh, Pawn Stars one time. A guy came in with one of them. Um, it, it could be, you know, any one of those things. I mean, because I don't know exactly what a spermologist is. Yeah, I mean, that sounds like the head fluid brain, Should brain we go goo. Spermaceti? Yeah. yeah. Let's go with it. Sorry, that's incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Should have kept this as my last question. The correct answer is trivia. Whoa! Really? What the fuck? Trivia? Huh? Yes. We're all spermologers? Is that what you're we saying? We all? Not me. Well, I mean, you not so much. Yeah. <laughs> you're not as big a trivia head as we are. But you know what? Here today, mm-hmm. you're a spermologer. All right. Yeah. That's what you are, Joe. Turn the hat on. Trivia is the correct answer. Huh? Wow. Is that because desperming head? I don't know. I don't. I know nothing about it. I just know that it is you should that. Look up the entomology. Yeah. I'll look up while uh, while Joe. Asked us his first question. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. This is going to be good. All right. Um, so the last time I was on, I asked a Game of Thrones question because I am always reading Game of Thrones. Um, and I talked about uh, kind of around some of the stuff that this go. I was talking about this with Seth earlier. Um, mm. Not about this, but about the books and whatever. A Song of Ice and Fire a song of by ice and George fire. R. R. Martin. And hopefully we'll see those last two books eventually. I'm getting a little worried. I think he's spiteful. I think he maybe got... I think he's spiteful at the fans for demanding that he finish this book in, within a 10 That years. could be. Um, my wife, Jessie, brought up that maybe he just got kind of bogged down with all the pressure mm-hmm. now because it's such a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And so many people analyze it and whatever. But, yeah, the show um, has wrapped up and concluded the story, but the last two books are still scheduled. Unprecedented, maybe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, okay, this happens um, in book four, which is... Feast for Crows. Feast for Crows. Uh, what castle was Emmon Frey and his wife, Jenna Lannister, granted after their role in The Red Wedding? 
It is not Hall. Even though many, many... Hall changed hands many times. I don't think... Is it Hall? I think it's Winterfell. Hall is the one that got burnt by the yeah, uh, Dragonfire, yeah, right? exactly. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, all of them... Tywin spent a lot of time there in the show. He was, you know, there I re- for quite a while. I um, remember, um, I think, uh, Arya maybe goes back to Winterfell. And it's like being run by... Uh, you know, torturous people. I think so. I don't think she goes no? back. Then. No, I don't think so. Or there's a fake Aria there. Yes, that's there is. what it is. There is a fake Aria fake that they Arya. bring there. Yes, mm-hmm. there definitely is. In Which the does books. not happen in the show. Does not happen in the show. Is that? Can who, you ask this question one more time? The phrase sure. get what? What castle after? Uh, yeah, what Lannister? castle was Emmon Frey and his wife Jenna Lannister granted after their role in the Red Wedding? Emmon Frey and his wife. Jenna Lannister. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be Dragonstone. No. It wouldn't be. Uh, where are the Lannisters? They they have that's uh, um, Casterly Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's I think it's Winterfell. I think is Her- it Hall destroyed entirely or no no no? Harrenhal's like one of the biggest of all, and I don't think it's it could be Storm's End. I think it might be Storm's End, man, because. You got by that time, you have, you have. Uh, well, I don't think. What's his name? Renly's brother and and Robert's brother. What's his uh, Stannis? Mm-hmm. I don't think he's dead by Feast of Crows. I'm not sure. I can't. I mean, this was like I was telling you earlier. It was like 13 years ago since I read the books. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I last read them when Dance with Dragons came out. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. That was the last time mm-hmm. I, I meant when I read the first four. Right. Was thirteen years ago, and then when dance that was like nine, ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, ten years I think. Yeah, um, and the red wedding was in Feast. Storm's Earth. End. What happens to Storm's End? Well, that's I mean, where Renly the squid dies. people are from, right? Re- no, no, <laughs> no. That's uh, House Baratheon. No, 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 Baratheon is that Storm's End? Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, I something makes me feel like it's not. What are the squid people wonderful. called again? Their names. The Iron oh, uh, that's um, yeah, the Iron <laughs> the Iron Islands or uh, Storms End is on the main continent. Uh, Pike, Pike, Pike. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wouldn't be Pike. No, it's not that. I, I mean, that's right next to Casterly Rock, and and it's not far from. That's. Oh, I really think it's Winterfell. All right, let's go Winterfell. We're gonna go Winterfell. Nope. No. Oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry, Seth. It is River Run. River, River oh, oh yeah, isn't that House. where the Red Wedding takes place? No, 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 no it's, but it's in the Riverlands. It's with next to that, it's the twins. Um, yeah, the twins is where the Red Wedding takes place. Uh, River Run is the House Tully's castle, yes. which is um, right. Blackfish. Yeah, Edmund Tully, Edmund Tully, Edmure, and uh, Edmure. Edmure Tully, yeah. and um, Catelyn Stark was That's a Tully, right? And, and that does sister. happen in the show. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, I forgot. Um, River Run. Man, I found a very good article with a bunch of words that are no longer used. I don't know if I should give some of them sometime here, or if we should do, like, bonus content, but... Holy cow. Give them here. (coughs) I'd be more than happy to. Yeah. That's a good question, Joe. Pussy van. (laughs) That's what I... I think that's in Kill Bill Volume 1. A flurry or temper. Wonder Wench. A sweetheart. (laughs) Lunting, walking while smoking a pipe. Lunting? Lunting. I saw a guy do that on the way here. A California widow, a married woman whose husband is away from her for an extended period. Groke, 
to silently watch someone while they are eating, hoping to be invited to join them. <laughs> oh, sad. Kerglaf. The shock felt in bathing when one first plunges into cold water. Okay. Gerbil, J-I-R-B-L-E, to pour out a liquid with an unsteady hand. Uh, beef-witted, having an inactive brain, thought to be from eating too much beef. Mm. Beef time. So kind of like the meat sweats. I get that from ribs. This one is very I'm particular. <laughs> Queer plungers, cheats who throw themselves into the water in order that they may be taken up by their accomplices who carry them to one of the houses appoint- appointed by the Humane Society for the recovery of drowned persons where they are rewarded by the society with a guinea each and the supposed drowned person pretending he was driven to that extremity by great necessity is also frequently sent away with a contribution in his pocket. Wow. What the fuck? <laughs> Some kind of scheme. I'm glad that they have a single word for that. It must have been prevalent, like uh, body snatching in Scotland. Soda squirt. One who works at a soda fountain in New Mexico. With squirrel to be pregnant. And zafty, a person very easily imposed upon. Those are just a couple. Oh, so when I was like, put my hands up earlier, (laughs) I was being a little zafty. Be a little zafty. I remember the time that I was watching you eat wings and I was full of groak. (laughs) <laughs> G-R-O-A-K yeah. I, I think that might be my favorite sounding word Yeah, He had was, a grokeful expression on his face I want to get wings now I do too Seth Oh yeah I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly I don't Chiz Chiznow 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 How you feeling Chiznow <laughs> Just couldn't do that <laughs> It's C-H-I-S-I-N-A-U is the capital city of what Eastern European country? She's mm. now. <laughs> How's everybody doing? She's now. Chechnya. Ooh. She's now Chechnya. She's now Chechnya. I like that it has that uh, alliteration. Chechnya. She's now. It's not Ukraine. Peace to the Ukrainian people. Absolutely. Hmm. What other Eastern European... Did I catch flack for what I referred to as an Eastern European country at one point? Probably. Maybe I, it was West European, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Probably. Well, our geography is not our, our strong suit by no. any means. Um, Slovakia? Mm-hmm. Serbia? Um, these are places. They are places. These are yes. countries. <laughs> um, Amsterdam, Poland. It's not Poland, right? Poland. Did, did, did you say it was a capital? Do that every time. Yes, it's the capital okay. of what Eastern mm-hmm. European country? Um, what about other places like um, um, Kazakhstan? You know, mm-hmm. other stands. Um, Those are Asian. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds Chechnya. a little Asian, doesn't it? Am I wrong to say that? Well, you just said Eastern European country. So, Well, there's Eurasia. There's that. It's too far. 
I think. <laughs> too far. The stands are going too far. I think that's Those right are clearly where it starts. Asian. Yeah, okay. In my opinion. I think Eurasia is not used like to to identify a region, but to identify both continents, that whole landmass. Hmm. Well, I would assume it would be over there. You Maybe would say the... transcontinental countries, probably. Hmm. Or intercontinental. I hate that bird man. That shit wakes me up what every an morning. What you are. He, he runs through all of his like little calls <laughs> that he knows. He's like... <laughs> Seven thirty in the goddamn morning. That bird. <laughs> I love that. Too many cartoons. Too much Mel Blanc for that bird. Mel anyway. Anyway, Mel White. Um, I don't know why he's gonna be so fancy about it. Um. I don't know the capital of any place. It's bad. I barely know the Chisnow, capital of the state. Chesnia. Georgia. Or, uh, mm-hmm. What other places have been telling Russia to fuck off recently? Cambodia. <laughs> That's Cambodia. Asian. That's that? very Asian. Yeah. yeah. It's more Asian than Kazakhstan. I guess it was the seas. Serbia? Serbia? I know you mentioned that. Chisnow, Serbia. I don't know. I just feel like I would have heard that. So it's probably a country that is very is not talked about as much. The Czech uh, Czechoslovakia became what? The Czech Republic. Chechnya, I think, is what it's called now. <laughs> really, I thought it turned into a couple different places. Or what am I thinking of? Yugoslavia. Mm-hmm. Yugoslavia is now two different countries. You go and slot now. <laughs> uh, if only they made it so easy for right. us. Yeah, just split the syllables. You guys take half. We'll take half. <sighs> um. I was going to ask we Seth what he thinks, but Seth is asking the question. Mm, yeah. We can go with Serbia. Yeah. All right, we'll say Serbia. Yeah. Serbia is Belgrade. Wrong. Yeah, so wrong. Um, what were the other ones that you mentioned? Georgia, that's uh, Tbilisi. Chechnya is Grozny. Poland is Warsaw. You were real close, though, with Serbia. You're right next to it. We're right one country across from it, I should say. Romania. Romania. No, 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 no. no. Is Romania on the other side of Romania from Serbia is Moldova. Ah. And they did recently tell Russia to fuck off. Good. Yeah. Uh, they we they had thought that, you know, they were going to... Russia had thought that maybe Moldova was going to be a state that was kind of on their side. But just recently, there is a region, an eastern region, that told Russia to get their troops out of their region. So that's Romania is my favorite kind of lettuce. Is Romania the answer? I'm sorry. No, it's Moldova. Moldova is the answer. Okay. Chisnau, Moldova. Chisnau. Chisnau. Chisnau, Moldova. Nice. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, you going to give us another boot upon question? No. I will oh. give you, though, a sports question. This was my final no-nonsense wager question at Pointy Ball on Wednesday. You like Huey Lewis in the news every once in a while, Joe? Ah, yeah, uh, what? What? You've been <laughs> <laughs> you've so been known to watch the sports every once in a while. Yeah, I don't follow any sports, but I get excited when I watch them. Yeah, so I, that's okay. Actually, I did get some flack for this one because I read the date wrong in it. <clears throat> but oh, I think there's that. a qualifier that that helps helps out here, and I'm going to read it correctly for you here. Because this is not worth discussion. You should read the right date. What eight-time NBA All-Star was first pick in the 2004 NBA draft 
and has had three separate stints with the Los Angeles Lakers. Kobe Bryant, right? Okay. No. Kobe came in and like He 90. stayed in the Lakers. Yeah, he stayed with the Lakers the whole time, and he was like drafted at the end of the 90s. Um, I think like 97 or 99 or something like that. Uh, okay, 2004, four stints. Three stints. Three stints. Three stints. Uh, Did you say 2004? Yes. Okay. Eight-time NBA All-Star. And he was drafted by the Lakers. I did not did say, you that. say that. I did not say that. You said he, he was drafted, drafted in, 2004 in 2004 as the first pick and had three separate stints with the Los Angeles Lakers. Um could it be Tim Howard? No, not Tim Howard. I don't even know who Tim Howard is. Uh Dwight Dwight Howard? Dwight I'm sorry. Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Could it be Dwight Howard? I seem to remember. Could be. Okay, I was working when I was listening to the sports channels every single day in around 2004. He was just. He was on the Lakers. Was he on there three times? Who who drafted Dwight Howard? Was it Orlando? He spent some time in Orlando. Can we hear the question one more time? Yeah. What? What eight-time NBA All-Star was the first pick in the 2004 NBA draft and has had three separate stints with the Los Angeles Lakers? I was trying to get a feel for whether or not the person's still playing. Um, was Ray Allen a number one pick? Was Ray Allen on the Lakers three times? I don't know. Um, who else? Pau Gasol? I think Pau Gasol stayed on the Lakers. I don't. Or I, I know he left, but I don't think he's been... And he might not have been drafted first. 2004 was so long ago. Yeah, it was. I, I can't... I'm, I can't help but think maybe it was Dwight Howard. I'm fine with that. You think so? I think he's done the journey We're gonna be thing wrong. a bit. We're going to be wrong. Uh, We're going to say, we'll say Dwight Howard. That's oh, correct. Oh, yes. Yes, he was drafted, awesome. I believe, to the Orlando Magic. That's yeah, that's right. And then yeah. went to the Lakers, left, came back, left, and now he's back yeah. on the Lakers again. I think I got most of that There's, just from the fact that I think he was drafted first in 2004. I knew that 2004 sounded right for when he was drafted. I know he was a very, very high draft pick, if not first. My nephews met him on a cruise ship. They, they were like, you wouldn't believe how... Um, of course, this goes with just about any NBA player. They were like, you wouldn't believe how huge he was. He was just beyond gigantic. It's kind of hard. It was hard for me to find like uh, this fact. I wanted to write a question about who had been on the most... like Who had the most stints. Uh -huh. The only other answer I could find would be Avery Johnson with the Spurs. Uh -huh. um, but he is not no longer playing and also not an eight-time NBA champion. Dwight Howard, I, I think, is still playing. Yes, he, he is. is. He is yeah. playing for the Lakers yeah. currently. Oh, okay. So yeah. he could raise it to four if he leaves and comes back again. But right. uh, listeners, if you know of anybody that meets this criteria or has exceeded it, I'd be interested to know because that is a, a rare feat. I don't know if you'll need to... Oh, wait. I'm done, right? That was all uh, of us. Yeah, I think so. Holy... Okay, yeah. never mind. Fuck it off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it about off. it. I think we're going to take a break and then we'll come right back with our final round. 
we're back and it's time for a rate my question. Um we have a rate my question here from Michael T. Hello, Mark and Lee. Hi. Here's a presidential rate my question. This twenty ninth US president was the first to put the US Constitution into a protective glass case. Name this president. Ooh. That's a good question. This okay. 29th U.S. president was the first to put the U.S. Constitution into a protective glass case. So are we at like the 40th president? We're at 46. 46. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. We could so, count backwards, maybe. Yep, we mm-hmm. can. We tried this a couple we weeks ago. We only got so far. We did not Do we get... have a pen and paper? Yeah, I mean, okay. <laughs> Hold on. I like there how you go. say yeah, and then you're going to try and do what I know. Well, I know we're not going to get. Oh, we have <laughs> Seth. He made a fist that. over there. I was like, yeah. he's ready to go. <laughs> Seth's about to fucking punch me in the mouth. Okay. All right, here we go. Forty six is Biden. Trump. Yes. Forty five is Trump. Is Trump. Mm-hmm. Obama. Forty four is Obama. Forty three, George, George Bush. Bush. George W. Bush. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Forty two is um, Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. Clinton. Nine no. Forty-one, <laughs> George Bush Senior. Yeah, Bush, Reagan, Carter. Forty, Carter. Bush, no, no, Reagan. Reagan. Reagan, Carter. Then Carter. <sighs> then Carter. Right. Ford. Then Ford. Then Nixon. Nixon. Ah, oh, that Ford is as far as I can make it. Um, Nixon, and then uh, LBJ. LBJ, and Kennedy. then Kennedy, and then Eisenhower, right? And then Truman. Truman. So where's Truman? Men. Okay, so 46, 45. This is how you suss at the table. Get your notepad down. Start writing down some answers, some guesses. All right, so we'll just put 35 next to Kennedy. Uh, Eisenhower, Truman. So that's Truman that's is 33. 33. And then Truman is uh, FDR. That's 32. Mm. FDR, and then before FDR is Hoover. Look at this man go. I'm lost out here. Is uh, 31. <laughs> and it's then so close. before it was Hoover. whoever was president during World War One, right? That's not, I don't know. Hold on. Hold on. Hoover, and then Coolidge. Coolidge? Coolidge is 30, so that would Coolidge. make it Woodrow Wilson. Okay. Woodrow Wilson. Woodrow Wilson. Uh, I'm not going to even try and yeah. fight with that. Sure. Before we continue, there is a hint here as well. So okay. Well, I want to say mm-hmm. we're we're saying Wilson is our answer. Okay. Here's the hint, though. Oh. One wonders if the previous presidents hardly noticed the condition of this important document. Warren G. Harding. That is what hardly I think is screaming. Warren G. Is Harding. hardly all capital. Yes, it is. Capitalized. It's James here. Harden, basketball player James <laughs> no, Harden, no, no. who <laughs> went back in time and became president. He brought it's Warren G, the regulator. The... Oh, oh Warren yeah, G. Harden. You're right. I'm so Which, sorry. by the way, but Kylie has never heard regulators. Apparently, the song. So you need to show her that song. Yeah, maybe it'll come up on Hurdle one of these days. It that's so that's cool, when we talk yeah. about like whether we've heard or not heard things. I, I'm enjoying the Hurdle. I've stopped doing the Quartle uh, and the Octortle. It's just too much, but I do the Wordle still. I do Quartle. Yeah. So, so read Wordle. that hand again one more time. One wonders if the previous presidents hardly noticed the condition Harding. of this important document. Hardly. Wilson. So, so you don't think it's Warren G. Harding? 
or is this a reference to? Well, I mean, read the quote, read the hint one more time. One wonders if the previous presidents hardly noticed the condition of this important document. The previous presidents hardly. So maybe. So is the previous one Harding? Did Harding go into? I think Woodrow so. Wilson. So this is like a a roundabout hint. You have to know that Harding precedes Wilson. Maybe it is hard. I don't know. Okay, it's we're gonna go with Wilson. It's gotta be. It's gotta be Harding. You don't give a hint like that and and capitalize the president that it's not. But I wonder if it's like a roundabout hint, you know what I'm saying? Because it says previous presidents, hardly. You don't know if the hardly yeah. is related to the answer. We don't like, know Mike T. I don't think Mike T would do that to us. I think it's we, Harding. As Seth said, we don't know Mike T. We don't yeah. know him. It could, anything could... What do you think? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. I, I'm thinking, I, 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 at this point, I'm going to say Warren G. Hart. All right, we got two people going for Harding. What do you think? Okay, I guess his name is William G. Harding. William G. Harding, I'm sorry. It says, thank you for the stimulating and invocative podcast, Michael T. of Oak Park, Illinois. Oak Park. All right. I'll be in Chicago. So the answer is who? William William G. Harding. Harding. William G. Warren G. Harding. Warren G. Harding. (laughs) Very good. Just so, but that's the east we, side of that's, the LBC. That's who we said. That that was our answer, wasn't it? No, it was Woodrow Wilson. No, he said Woodrow Wilson. Originally, yes, we would have been wrong. With the tint, we changed our answer. He stayed. He stayed put. He was a firm believer that the hint was not the answer. The hint. No, was no, no. I wasn't. I, I, I did not say I believe. I said it could be. It could be that this is a roundabout oh, hint. Yeah, you know, no because way. the way that it's re- the way that it's written is previous presidents hardly. I don't know the positioning. Now that we know the answer, we know that that's a pretty clear hint to it. Um, so we we now need to rate this question. I am going to give this a uh, in its current form without the hint. I'm going to give it a capital P and a capital I because uh, U.S. presidents here in the state, U.S. Always history is a yep, and it, well, it's often requested, and yeah. uh, this is definitely an interesting thing. The 29th. U.S. President, the first to put the Constitution in a protective glass case. So I do think that's very interesting. You could definitely work this hint in and regain a B. I think that's a pretty clear hint. You do not consider the 29th President to be a hint. Because if you um, just said what All right, a lowercase b. Maybe it's the say, tiniest it is, of, a pr- it is a hint. The tiniest, but I, I don't like the way that it's worded at all. Hence no S. This 29th U.S. President... First of all, it's it's got the Jeopardy this thing, which I'm not a fan of. But also, it says this 29th U.S. president, meaning like there's multiple 29th U.S. presidents, and this one in particular. So it just needs to be rewritten, <laughs> I think, a little bit to say uh, which U.S. president, the 29th, was the first to put the U.S. Constitution into a protective glass case. And uh, you can add the hint on after the fact if you want, but I don't think I'm going to give this a, a short and sweet if you do that. Um and also, I think the hint makes it a lot easier if you're familiar with the presidents at all. Um, so, yeah, you might want to just write down Harding as your answer. There is only one President Harding. If you can't remember the difference between William or Warren like I did, if you write down Warren G. Harding, you, you might get marked wrong on that because there is no pr- uh, president named you Warren G. You should get G. more Harding. points for that. <laughs> Creative <laughs> points. I give this an A+. Plus. I, do really, I do believe that it can be, like, rewritten a little bit, mm-hmm. but... For the most part, like the meat and potatoes are all there. Yeah, yeah. I think if you gave the hardly hint, but you didn't hammer it home with a hardly, it would be a clever thing. I don't know necessarily if you add that hint, you're going to go hardly recognize the blah 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 blah. 
I think it might be just be a cute thing. Where you go, oh, he said hardly, and it's Harding. Holy yeah. shit. Depends on the crowd, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I think this is a great question. It's interesting. Um, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, if you just knew the order of the presidents, you'd be good to go. Mm-hmm. And that's obviously a good thing for, tr- you know, trivia-wise to, uh, to know. And you can kind of make a question just out of asking, what was the 12th president? You yeah, know, this is certainly more president? interesting, you yeah. know, by the inclusion of the... Uh, him going, hmm, you know, maybe we'll want to preserve this document. Mm-hmm. Not just have it blowing in the wind. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just on my desk. Mm-hmm. Sitting there. Seth. Those thumbtacks. Yes. How are you rating this bad boy? I'm going to give it um, four and three quarter unborn fetuses. Okay. That is my rating system, and I stand by it. I actually think that that is a very good question. I love uh, presidential history questions. That's a, I think that's a great question. Now, without Joe, the hint. Without the hint. Without yeah. the hint. Yeah. Now, Joe. Mm-hmm. We're going to ask you to rate this question uh, mm-hmm. on a scale that you make up your own. You cannot use uh, the PIBS system, which with, okay. you, with which you may know nothing about. Popular, nope. interesting, built-in hint, short, short and sweet. sweet. Uh, you cannot use the grading scale that I used. You cannot use, unfortunately, I'm sorry, the unborn <laughs> fetus scale that Seth used. You have uh, to make mine. up your own scale however you want. You can base it off of uh, 90s alternative bands. You can base it off of... Okay, uh, t-shirts, bands, or t-shirts, or ink, <laughs> kinds of ink. Okay, I'm gonna give it. Um, I'm gonna give it uh, 19 out of 20 t-shirts in my closet because okay. uh, <laughs> it is. It's good. Uh, all you, Lee had a very good um, point about the whole the 19th president thing. I thought that was uh, that was very apt. Apt. Yeah. Apt. 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 Sorry, guys. No I'm, problem. Kind of running empty here. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a very good question. Um, sometimes trivia questions from a guy who's not a trivia head, they're too vague and they're too they're too wide open, mm-hmm. um, and that makes it hard for me. And I kind of shut down. Yeah, uh, from just your average, you know, kind of like I go to trivia every once in a while, kind of guy. That's so why we, we I think talk often about like having multiple ways to get to the answer. Yeah, that isn't just like the one route, and this could be a little harder. Like when you're talking about like a name for somebody, or the B, the built-in hint. Yeah, yeah. so you could go with something like that shares a name with, and then find something that is involved with Harding, you know, or what yeah. have you. But mm-hmm. yeah, nineteen out of twenty T-shirts in your closet. That's good. Thank you, Michael T. If you'd like to write us with a rate my question or miscorrection, you can do so at no nonsense trivia at gmail.com or call us at one nine two nine three five six six nine six six. Joe, do you want to start us off on this uh, last round with your last question? Sure. Um, so I was going to uh, once when we started this, and I'm sure it probably won't be included. We were all singing "18 in Life" by Skid Row. Ooh, yeah. I was going to have a Skid Row question, but it was kind of iffy, and I couldn't get the wording right. So, I'm going to change it over. Similar category, similar time in music, similar style of music. The okay. child actor, Danny Cooksey, who played Bobby Budnick on the Nickelodeon show Salute Your Shorts, was the vocalist of what early 90s hard rock band? Budnick was in a band? Yes. He was. You, we, you, you told me. Yeah, I was you, a fan of this band. You told me the answer to this. It's... And I forgot it. Regrettable. Yeah. It's very, very regrettable. You you told me. It's regrettable that he was in the band? That I was a fan of it. Oh, okay. (laughs) I think the band might be regrettable, too, from what I remember. Weren't there some folks from that show in Rilo Kiley in that band? Or don't Um, they have a Nickelodeon connection? The guitarist of Rilo Kiley was in... uh, I think it was Salute Your Shorts or, or Hey Dude, one of the two. Maybe that's it. 
No. That's, no. They're not early 90s is the thing. Because Budnick was the singer. This was a guitarist. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Therapy? I know Joe likes therapy. I love no, therapy. It's, it's not therapy. That, I experienced the uh, Bader-Meinhof phenomenon. I'd never heard of that band until uh, Joe brought it up on the Three Song Stories episode he was on, uh, that podcast. But now that I've been... Uh, like aware of it, I see their logo everywhere now when it's talking huh. about like '90s like rock bands and stuff. Therapy. They are from mm-hmm. Downpatrick, Northern Ireland. Oh, really? I have been there. Yes. Hmm. There is another band, Therapy, that's new. They're a hardcore band. Right. I quote unquote hardcore without the uh, question mark. Right. Mm. The question mark Therapy is yes. the important. It one is the to answer. Make distinction. Therapy. They should go on tour together. Therapy. 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 <laughs> Budnick. Um, Budnick. Budnick. Who, did he, who, did, who he sang for? Not to be confused with Spudnick. Sister Hazel. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboy Mouth. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, honestly, I have no clue. Um, I remember hearing about this and being like, Budnick sings in a band? It's not Blind Melon. <laughs> I don't think it was a very big band. Mm-hmm. Um, it was not. They had, a, they had one single that had a video on MTV. Hmm. And they were on Interscope Records. Hmm. Interscope. I believe. Hmm. I should have looked that up before I put that out into the internet. Budnick's band. I don't know, man. That's a... What was their hit? I don't know. I can tell you. You you told me. Maybe that would be a good hint. We're at a loss here. It is a hint because their name is numerical. And the hit was called 19. Mm. Winger. The hit. I, I use that term. I, that's yeah, wrong. The single, single was it's called 19. And the band's name was a number as well? It Yes. So it's like 3619 or something like that. It has that. a number in it. Oh. 91. Stroke 9? Is that their name? Eve 6. <laughs> no, that's Max <laughs> Collins, I think. Is I know. I His know Twitter fame is up. Mm-hmm. Is it? I think so, isn't it? Is he canceled? I just feel like no one cares anymore. He was he was really on fire there for a minute. He was a tweetsman. You were trying to get him on the podcast? That would have been amazing. Yep. He was doing all these other podcasts. Yeah, it's like, come on, man. Maybe I was asking too hard or something. Come on, Eve. <clears throat> come on, Six. Clout chasing. Um, hmm. Blink-182, Stroke-9, <laughs> Finger-11. Well, he said... Almost like it may have been related to the fact that their single was called 19. Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, That's Five Finger Fruit Punch. <laughs> Not while I'm hungry, please. It's torture. <laughs> I made it my homemade Baja Blast. I made my homemade Baja Blast. Mm. I made homemade Let Baja you're known Blast. For it. <laughs> I, I made my homemade Baja Blast for everybody. And I drank and way too Schneider much Baja of it. Blast. Yeah. I was like, oh, these are only oh, like, you, you know, tummy rumbles? six ounces at a time. And then like, I'm like, wait, I just <laughs> drank two liters of soda in one night. No. <laughs> it's from buckets. Do you have anything involving a Baja Blast? <laughs> um... I don't. I. I don't think this is something. Three parts I, I Mountain Dew, three parts Sprite, two yeah. parts Powerade, blue Powerade for you connoisseurs. Yeah, you want to just say maybe the band was called Nineteen. Yeah, Eve Six with a night. That's a, my guess. A band that called Nineteen with a song called Nineteen. Why not on an album called Nineteen? He said it contains a number. Yeah, that's the. That's a very very small mm. hint. I, it's not really going to give you the answer, but it's you know finger eleven. 
Finger Eleven. No, it's not the singer of Finger Eleven. No, he is not. Wrong. Wrong. It is bad for good. The number four. Bad for good. Bad for good. Uh, they yeah, were that's regrettable. Put he together, deserves to be in a band called that. Yeah, they were put yeah. together by Steve Vai. Um, it's like a metro station. We're gonna do the name, and it sounds <laughs> bad for good. Like Steve Vai. That fucking quote we're gonna do the name <laughs> on them getting the fucking name is was just absolutely terrible. Uh, yeah. What would you? I'm sorry. What would you say? Steve Vai was involved. Steve Vai put them together. It would. They were all uh, virtuosos. I guess minus. Bobby Budnick, he was probably oh, yeah. famous. So he was like Pebbles putting together a TLC. Yeah. Oh. You know, like, oh, yeah. I got some experience here. I see some young talent that can but put together a little super group. It sounded exactly like Steve Vai. Um, all of them were from 13 to 16 years old. Okay. And that was kind of the gimmick. Um, the song 19 was about a 19-year-old girl who they loved or they wanted. Jesus, and wanted. Dangerous. And being a virtuoso and getting stuck in a band with fucking Budnick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, the drummer went on to play in Avenged Sevenfold and then now is in um, Bad Religion. Bruce oh, Wackerman. Wow. Another number band, Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah. I forgot all yeah. about them. There you go. Yeah. All Give right. it a listen. It's uh, It's... Something else. Mm. I'll be honest with you. I don't know that I will. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna put it in the show notes. So I definitely yeah. am curious. Seth. Yes. That. All right. Here we go. Rose Hill Cemetery in Bibb County, Georgia, is the site of internment of what rock and rollers? Uh, Leonard Skinner. Bibb County, Georgia. I'll oh. see your Leonard Skinner and I'll raise you in Almond Brothers. Hmm, okay. Shit. Why, th- why that? I don't know. Well, Leonard Skinner, many members famously died all at the same time. You know, so it might make sense for them to be buried near each other. Yeah, but were they, were they related too? Were there, were there some, some brothers were, in there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would make sense too for why they're the, buried together. Uh, singer's name. Ronnie Van Zant. The Van oh Zants. yeah, yeah. Towns. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm not sure if they're from Georgia. Famously Southern, though. I thought they were from Florida. I thought they're from like Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah. You're or right. You're right. But Georgia's not too far away. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they. I don't know. All I can think of is Cobb County, Georgia, and that's the big boss man. That's where he's from. From Cobb County. <laughs> big aviators. Big boss Can man. Can you ask the question one more time? Yes. Big boss Rose, man. Big aviators. Rose Hill Cemetery in Bibb County, Georgia is the site of internment of what rock and roll musicians? That's such a weirdly word. What rock and roll musicians? Mm-hmm. So he's not looking for a band. He's looking for the musicians? I guess so. Individually. So Ronnie Van Zant and company. <laughs> Did the Allman Brothers die uh, of natural causes, or was there... Probably not. What about Bad Company? Aren't they from southern, some kind of area? And I know they kind of, like, reformed later with, you know, a bunch of different members. Bad Company? Yeah, I don't know if they, if the original members died. I don't know why. It sounds like I, I recognize the name of that, either the county or the, the cemetery. I don't know why. I don't really know any of these bands, you know, like much more than the songs that were on the radio. What was Buddy Holly's band? The Crickets? Is that his band? Or was that somebody else? That was, that was Buddy Holly and the Crickets. Yeah. I don't. 
also died in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. I would prob- bopper. probably say, I mean, Leonard Skinner or the Almond Brothers would be the, the two. Yeah, I get so lost in, like, who was in what, like, because there were so so many family members and then like you know. why don't we just say the members of leonard skinner and see if seth accepts it as opposed to because i know some survived and some died all right we'll say leonard skinner i would have accepted any combination of the members of that were in that group as long as you gave me two of them the answer to this question is the Allman Brothers. Mm. The Allman Brothers, Dwayne Allman died in Macon, Georgia. So did Barry Oakley. They are buried right next to each other. Butch Trucks, their drummer, passed away, and he was buried in 2017, further away from Dwayne and Barry. Greg is buried just a little bit further away from Dwayne. I've actually been to these grave sites. When I was there, Greg didn't have anything marking his grave, but people knew he was buried there. But you could have told me Dwayne and Greg Allman, and I would have taken that, or you would have said the Allman Brothers, or you could have said Butch Trucks and Barry Oakley because you would have given me any two because I said musicians. But the oh, general answer see, is... The Almond Brothers. They were all Almond Brothers, members of the Almond Brothers. Now, you guys had said Leonard Skinner, and you actually said, and I just want to do a quick miscorrection, you said, were there family members that were in there? Ronnie Van Zant was the original singer. Johnny Van Zant was not on the plane. Mm. He actually took over as singer right. after they died in 1977 in that plane crash. There were, however, two siblings that were on the plane that died together on that plane. Hmm. Steve Gaines, a guitarist, and Cassie Gaines, a backup singer. And Towns, just want to straighten this out, was not a Leonard Skinner. Towns Van Zandt, no. was a, he was from Fort Worth, and he was a country singer all on his own, on a writer on his own. Hmm. Still the same last name, but a didn't different have anything. Van Zandt. Yes. Different hat, didn't have anything to do with him. Stevie Van Zandt? Stevie, well, yeah. Once again, he doesn't have anything. Another to do Van with, Yeah, another Van Zant has nothing to do with him. Mark, my apologies to you as well as the brothers Almond. I, you, <laughs> you looked right into my eyes while he was reading that answer. We locked eyes for a good thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah. That steer could not be broken. You said everything you needed to. All right. <laughs> Is it you? Uh, no, you went first this episode, so you go before me. <laughs> Here is your last question. Previously deemed too dangerous, what Winter Olympics event was open to women for the first time in the 2014 Winter Games in Sochi? And I need you to be specific, please. What is a dangerous event in the Winter Olympics? Previously deemed too dangerous, what Winter Olympics event was open to women for the first time in 2014, in the Winter Games. Bobsled? Bobsledding is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I mean, they're all pretty dangerous. The luge. Is that the, what's the one where they go down um, on the little sled, just, yeah, just one person? Luge. luge. Luge, that's very dangerous. I guess that dangerous. is winter, I think it? it's luge. It could be. Yeah. I, mean, I watched a bunch of the Olympics them. this year for some reason. Mm. The, they're going to have uh, a summer luge where they just use a lot of Crisco. I thought, well, I was thinking that luge might be summer with, like, skateboarding, but now that you mentioned it, I'm pretty sure it is a winter, it's like an ice. Street luge is incredibly dangerous. That That shit is fucking nuts. That was Mm. on, um, that was in the first X Games. 
Street yeah. losers is a big Dude, thing. That thing will Jesus Christ! You got to wear like a Kevlar suit for that shit. Yeah. What is that? What right is off that? the side of a mountain. Yeah. What's that? Um, that you know, ABC Wide World of Sports, the Agony of Defeat, where the guys, you know, tumbling and and he's trying to do the long jump the off the ski. Mm-hmm. It's the ski oh. jump. What is that? The long jump? Or That's, the, that would make sense because he the, said you got to be so specific. So yeah, um, that is yeah. What is that called? I don't know. So I, I yeah, because I don't think he slalom. Slalom is when you go through the, the back and forth. fields or yeah, the uh, the flags. Yeah, and then the moguls is when you go over the hills. Those are that's a cool event. That shit's scary. Yeah. Um, is it, wh- what is that Probably long terrible jump? Means. I don't know. It was called the long, long jump. jump. Long jump. Mm-hmm. I think it's either high jump or long jump. Big air. The big high air. Jump. The big air. Long jump. <laughs> X Games. That was my uh, rap name. The big air. <laughs> big air. <laughs> What's up, big air? There's vast air as a rapper. He's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. He was in um, Cannibal Ox. Yes. Mm-hmm. I believe we talked about before on this podcast that they played in Fort Myers once. Mm-hmm. I got to see them. Yep. I missed it. I like his song, Long Beautiful Air. Uh, <laughs> what that, uh, what it, who it, uh, I think it's either Luge, like you said, uh-huh. or the, the Long Beautiful Jump. I think it's the Long Beautiful long. Jump, because why would he say be specific? Why can't I say that word? Yeah, <laughs> just jumping. Be, be, p- ramps. be specific. Ramping. <laughs> no, Ramp. you want to go with Long Is Jump? Long Jump? I guess. Is it long or is it high, or do they have both? I, I, it, it's not high. I mean, vertical, it does high. They do it like goes on, long uh, and high. Snowboarding. It's probably... Which Mark is right now. <laughs> long and high. <laughs> yeah, what the hell is it called? I think long jump. All right. We'll long, go jump. long jump. That's correct. Yeah, nice! Specifically ski jump. And very good on you for picking up that, you know, that specific. Now... It is kind of a troublesome pratfall for people who are doing trivia when you need a specific answer. You don't want those people to say skiing. Yeah. <clears throat> because it's such a catch-all. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and obviously, skiing is dangerous, Ask Sonny Bono. But it's not <laughs> running into a tree. a tree dangerous. It's... <laughs> had a lot of people writing luge, having a lot of people write uh, a couple of other answers that were like, you know... Dangerous being on a little sled, you know, flying through it. Bob sled. Top it, it's a cool question because it has that surprising component because that is such a traditionally thought of sport in the Winter Olympics, mm-hmm. the long jump. Mm-hmm. So for it to only get a women's uh, run in 2014 or since 2014, I find that surprising. Little, that's unusual. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I agree. Which gives it that capital I. Good question. Know, that I love so much. Yeah, you know. Give me a Pibs rating on that question. Can I hear it one more time? Absolutely. Oh, he's closing his eyes. I love it. Previously deemed too dangerous, what Winter Olympics event was open to women for the first time in the 2014 Winter Games in Sochi? Capital P, capital I, lowercase b, mm. capital S. I'll take it. Yeah. Not an overt hint, but again, you don't need like a super big hint in all these questions. Yeah, you know? I, I, but full pibs, just not fully capital. Right? I appreciate you. Yeah. All right, my final question for y- y'all is about fungi. Fungi. Mm. No, it's not about me. Okay. When cremini mushrooms fully mature, they are then commonly referred to by what name? Cremini. Now, I just want to double check here because I've always pronounced them cremini. Are, are you sure in that pronunciation? I'm just curious. 
I'm not sure. That's how I've always pronounced them. It could be cremini. I just ate some fucking cremini, cremini mushrooms. Cremini. Oh yeah, that's cremini. before I got here. That's the go-to at uh, go-to uh, Publix. First watch. First watch. Not oh, an ad. Oh. <laughs> when they fully mature, they are then commonly referred to by what name? Is it shiitake? Portobello. <sighs> what shape are they? What do they look like? They look very mushroomous. Yeah, they look. <laughs> they like <laughs> mushrooms. <laughs> Very much like what you when you if you were to if I were to ask you draw a mushroom right now and you drew it it looks it's very, it's got a very bulbous head look kind of it's, it's got like a, a very like bulbous a, like head. Penis head oh okay oh that's okay yeah kind of but rounder <laughs> yeah it's it's got a round top so I think like portobello might be right that's what I was guessing yeah, I think portobello would... but portobello might be flatter I mean the thing but is, I mean, is maybe when it they, grows exactly maybe they, yeah it. it but it's, it's got a lot of that head yeah, to it. It, it becomes erect. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it I'm Well, what other out. kind of mushrooms do we have that we know of? Well, we have shiitake. You mentioned shiitake. Yes, we have. What are those, the uh, classic white ones? What are they called? Is it like, <clears throat> I'll get it was Baby Bell, and that's not right. No. Uh, is Baby Bell kind of cheese? Yes. <laughs> okay. Baby Bell. Portobello. Shiitake. Chanterelle. Chantilly lace Which, and a pretty face. I do not think. R.I.P. Big Bopper. Yeah, we're all talking about people that died in that plane crash. Might as well start singing. Uh, That's the day the La music Bamba. died. We'll cover all three. I'll sing Lasagna. You guys aren't going to sing that new metal band Mushroom Head. Oh, another masked band. I wouldn't even know how to sing it. They sound kinda like this. Yeah. They've got two singers. They got one guy that does that. And then one guy that goes, <laughs> sounds just like that. That was some pretty good inward singing. Thank yeah, you. it was. <laughs> Portobello sounds. Uh, I know Portobello. Yeah. Portobello sounds like a mushroom name I definitely know. <laughs> yeah. We'll say Portobello. That's correct. Yes, the criminy or curbini mushroom often sold as Baby Bella in the grocery Uh store. You were right, Joe. You were on the right track. Absolutely. All right. Seth, Joe, thank you so much for joining us here on the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast. Lee, Mark. Episode 195. Thanks so much for having us for 195. Thank you. Graveyard shift printing for all of your t-shirt needs. Yes. Lyric Shaito. Shaitunas at bandcamp.com. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 All sorts of good stuff. Come down yeah. and see a true tour. Yeah. yeah Downtown Fort Myers. True tours. Take Google out. that in Southwest Florida. You can book Seth. That's right. Probably. At Take least give him a call. They'll the tell you when he's working. History of Downtown Fort Myers. Uh, it's entertaining. It's not fun. It's not a history lesson. It is a good time. You can come out for the Haunted History Tour. Those go out every Wednesday and Saturdays. The the uh, History Tour, which is my baby, it goes out every other Saturday, sometimes on Thursdays. You can also book me for private gigs. Yeah. He knows the stuff. When it comes to Lee County, Fort Myers, Florida, I do. Yes. All right, everybody. That concludes this episode of the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast. Thanks for listening. Please join us every Monday morning for a new episode by subscribing to No Nonsense Trivia Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. It's 
support the no-no in several ways. The easiest by sharing this episode on your social media accounts with your friends. You could also leave us a written review on your favorite podcast platform. And you could support the podcast on Patreon. 15% off annual subscriptions right now. You visit our website, thenono.com. Click the support link at the top, which will take you to our Patreon page. Thank you to our Patreon supporters for helping us out with the show, including a big thanks to our quiz daddies, Brandon Long, Adam Volk at Esme and Red Crest Fried Chicken, Tim at Pat's Garden Service, and Tommy, as well as Gil. It's Gil. Gil. Our team captains, Matt, Moe, Rick G, Skyler, Kristen, Fletcher, Jenny, Lydia, OG, Aaron, and David Holbrook, David Holbrook, David Holbrook. Thanks to our proverbial light keepers, Trent, Grant, Rob, Captain Nick Williams, Kate, Rachel, Moo, Tim, Gomez, a.k.a. Mappy1984, Lucas, Carly, Sarah, Cooper, Hank, Luke, Manu, Matthew, Spencer, Lisa, Ryan, Adam, John Lewis, Nabil, Ricky F., Justin P., Justin Portobello, and Justin M., Justin Mushroom, and thanks to our snailskins, Binsky, Nathan, Issa, Sai, Kara, Megan, Christopher, Brandon, Ed, Dylan, Sarah, Fox and Five, Laurel, Aaron, H-Bomb, Lauren, MJ, Steven, Kenya, all the people down at We Do Stuff, Allison, Paige, Kevin, Sarah, Douglas, Alex, Mike C. Mike Cremini. Mike J. Mike Just. And Mike K. Mike Kidding. If you'd like to write us with a rate my question or miscorrection, you can do so at no-nonsense-trivia at gmail.com or call us at 1-929-356-669-66. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at No Non-Trivia and on Twitter at No Non-Trivia. We have a Facebook group you can join as well. Just go on Facebook and search for the No Nonsense Trivia Podcast to join us there. And finally, last but not least, don't forget to leave us a rating on your favorite podcast service. Five stars only, please. Chisin' now! <laughs> Until next time, no-nonsense listeners. Have a great week. <laughs>